Welcome back to another episode of Brindisi Business. Paul, good to be back again. Great to be back. A bit dusty this week after this weekend. Yes, um, four big wins. Yeah. Um, the old boys don't pull up like... Two big thing. hangovers in here. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how the two big hangovers of the two old blokes are sitting around the table uh, and trying to scull vodka cruises. I don't think I sculled a bottle of rosé throughout the night. Oh, yeah, well. I do remember seeing that and uh, yeah. making an appearance, that's for sure. But not the uh, not finest choice, but uh, four wins. How much did that cost you, the rosé? Just a number. Yeah, just, <laughs> just a number, number isn't it? Just, uh, it's, like, it's like a box of cruises. Mate. Well, when, when you have four wins, you sort of got a little. I think I remember trying to steal the rosé a few at one point. I think the, the rosé got passed around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I think I got through half of it, just really couldn't stomach any more of it. I'm but, surprised. What was the is that, is that a go to for you when you're out? Uh, rose, you no, know? it was the fact that there was no cruises left, and you thought rose would be a good well, idea. Well, what's the next sweet drink that the like there is? There was those a little vodka. Was there EDL too? No, nah. no CCs. Nah. There was uh, some of them nah. going around at one point. I saw. Um, yeah, so no cruises. Let's go to the rose. That was sort of the uh, yeah, process. Good, it's good logic. It's, look, personally, wouldn't do it myself. But Benny, yeah. you are you are one of the two young pups that pulled up pretty well from the weekend and. Uh, so not only did you get home later than Paul and I, you also had work at 10, yep. and then you had juniors coaching after that. What time did the juniors kick off? Uh, we had a nice three, three o'clock game. So. Oh, out here at Brindisi? Out here at Brindisi. How did the 17s go? Yeah, we did a good win. One by about uh, three goals or so. Who'd you play? Uh, Cheltenham. So. And then I'm assuming straight to bed after? Nah. Keep on ticking over the jobs, mate. Oh, yeah. no, you did man on Sunday. Putting us to shame. Yeah. Where does that put the 17s on the ladder? Uh, sitting second okay. and a game behind. Now, there's, a, there's a few whispers going around the SMJFL traps that there could be some night games getting played over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so they're looking at bringing in the games we missed out due to COVID. So potentially Wednesday night footy might be um, brought how many, in. How many Wednesday night footy games are we looking at? Two games, I think it is. And are they? is that based on division? What's the scenario there? Uh, it's just obviously to squeeze in the games that everyone's missed out on and then just to give the best chance for everyone for finals because it's only a six-team league, so you could play the remaining three left and you've got a nice run home. But the whisper, there's a few more whispers going around that it could be impacting the under-16 Division 3 team, which we'll, go, which we'll touch on a bit later. So I think there's a bit more... like So it's actually league-wide, not just in your division. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah so all, all junior sides looking to play the games that missed. So on a Wednesday night? I think it's going to be a bit of a... Yeah. Whilst, whilst all our, you know, thousands of listeners are really well, engaged we with the SMJFL, we'll make sure, if, if there is a game on a Wednesday night, we'll make sure via this platform, we'll let them know when and where it is. And Special announcement, Brindisi Business. All, fa- all the, the thousands of listeners can uh, migrate down to Brindisi. Uh, so, um, do you reckon the, our friend in Bunbury will come? The might, Bunbury might, person might jump over. <laughs> the, the Jolly's mate from, uh, where was it? Yeah. No, no. New Caledonia. <laughs> Tennis superstar. Might make an appearance. Now, um, uh, let's get on to our guest for today. He, he is Lockie Palfrey's love child. He is, Lockie Palfrey has been quoted as saying, this guy will come. He will come to the Sporting Globe eventually. The 19s boys will be here. Benny Murphy, welcome. You uh, you pulled up very well from the weekend, and um, you were out at Waverley Park coaching, believe it or not, boys, he coaches Bo Morris. Mm-hmm. So coaching Bo Morris at 9am after four big wins is probably not what I want to do on my, my Sunday. But welcome, Benny. Uh, happy to be here. It was an unlucky coincidence that just happened to be coaching at 9 o'clock in the morning, half an hour away from here. But yeah, I wouldn't say I pulled up well. Mm-hmm. I kind of just tolerated it. That makes Lock and I feel a little bit better. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not really impressed with the coaching of the, yeah, the Bowie yeah. side. Like. You did jump up again in my uh, estimations after kicking goal of the year on Saturday, but now hearing that you do coach Bowie, it's sort of taken a hit again. Yeah, well, um, I, we had Lucas Barrett, under-17s, coach us, mm. 
and he now works with my dad, so we're kind of close. And I thought, oh, it'd be a bit of fun to get into coaching a bit. Mm-hmm. We only get gigs here, so a couple of schoolmates play for Bowie, offered me the gig, and now I'm the runner. It's uh, enough to talk about the interviews, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on to better things? Yeah, so, Benny, talk to us. We want to understand a bit about your life. So, how just, what'd you do? What's your first memory of footy? First memory of footy was probably... I don't remember much of under nines, under tens. It was lighting premiership. Were you down here? Yeah. Yep. I've been here. My, I've been here since I was kid. Yep. Um, under tens, lighting premiership. We. Who's your coach? Oof, at that time, I think it was Connor Hayes, who's a Bowie boy's dad now. A dad? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he can't remember the exact tens, but I remember South Melbourne was him. We're going to win it. Yep. And we were kind. Of, we were bottom of the. Four or whatever it is in the lighting premiership, and but we ended up beating South Melbourne, mm-hmm. so that was very good. And I won best finals player in the awards. Go. So, bit of fig jam. That's <laughs> <laughs> this podcast isn't a place to modest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. At no stage were we upset at the <laughs> uh, Were there many boys that are playing now in the 19s that were in that side as well? I think I remember in 17s we got our awards for like lifers or something, oh. and there was seven of us or something. That's pretty good. I think there might be. Four or five of us at the moment. So very similar to a former Brindisi business guest in Sean Randall has been here at St. Bede's the whole way through. However, Sean was no good. So I think that's being polite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It was bullshit. laughs> so can you please confirm, were you a Sean Randall or were you a, a much improved Sean Randall that St. Bede's are finally, finally proud to have at the club? I reckon I was a bit quiet till under 13s maybe. And then what happened, mate? Then, oh, I don't know, I just kind of got a bit of confidence, <laughs> started playing a bit well, got invited to Dragons, that was, that was always boosted confidence a bit, yeah. so yeah, then just carried on from there. Talking about Dragons, ever play a game? No, nah, I got cut in 18's pre-season. Unlucky? Yeah, unlucky, yeah. Yeah. Coach didn't think so, but... The one, <laughs> you're the one that got away when you come and start dominating down here, but... Nah, so what else, uh, any interleague games, any memorable moments? Nah, there? didn't get any gigs at interleague. So I was kind of just training with dragons. That was about my that was my achievement. Still in my juniors. Yeah. And then any success with some beads throughout the junior years after the lightning premiership? Um, we made grand finals in fourteens and seventeens. Yep. Fourteens was was never a winnable game really. Yep. Coach lost by ten guys. It was our Ben Hodges at the time. Nice. Um, he yeah he played down here and mm. for a bit yeah his uh his uh, warm up top still lives lives <laughs> on at the club I think who wears it Pilchy might have yeah Pilcher I mean Pilcher's got he, he, yeah it's, it's a bit going around mate Squid's wearing yours yeah, yeah. you can't exactly say people wearing their own tops no, so. no. Jetty Kelly's got a hoodie somewhere so fourteens fourteens no good seventeens seventeens we were um we're pretty I wouldn't say lucky but no one really expected us to make it mm-hmm. we put in the work and we obviously had. Great coaching setup behind yep. us with Lucas Barrett, Steve Taylor, who's one of the nine-hands dads, and my dad, assistant coach, yep. who didn't really know much about footy, mm-hmm. called himself... Was he the sort of team manager? Yeah, called yeah. himself spiritual leader. <laughs> Very similar to you, what you call yourself now. Oh, I wouldn't call myself spiritual leader. <laughs> you got a finals master though on the nine-hands? Yeah, me and Lewis Hanson. So yeah. the, uh, I was actually playing golf with uh, Ben's dad today. And he was saying how that you guys at the start of the year didn't really understand because you missed out on last year, how the fine system works, how on a Wednesday night you're supposed to get up there and just pop your mates for <laughs> half an hour. Um, who's probably the best at get sending a fine into you that's like a little bit of mayonnaise but pretty funny at the same time and reasonably serious? Oof. We don't mean, let's don't get direct messages. It usually just kind of gets chucked in the group chat and then everyone gets to grill them. 
Um, Ethan Hale loves chucking out a fine. Mm. He really overuses the word. And is he good at it or is he no good at it? Oh, half the time, no good. And who's paid the most this year? Who's put the most towards the, the fines money? Oh, I can show you, Birdie. Okay. He's a messy, messy man. It's <laughs> <laughs> an understatement. I've never, you know what? I'm going to put it out there. That first function was very impressive. Mm. He was the most drunk man from 7 o'clock That's until 1am. Yeah. And somehow, I don't think I saw him drink from 10 o'clock onwards. I think and everyone he, sort of looked at him at one point and was just like, oh, like, it's pretty funny. Downhill last another hour. Yeah. And then I just kept sort of looking at him going, nah. And then he was like trying to crowd surf. He was getting yeah. up on the DJ decks. It was unbelievable to watch. because was crowd. And then he would have absolutely had some demons the next day mm. because I've never seen a man scull beer like he does and consistently. Is that like what he does every weekend? Um, he tries. Sometimes he's not very successful. So you're saying it was a one-off the function? No, I would say one-off. He's... He finds himself in that state fairly frequently. I've had experience firsthand. Come on, let's go. He, he works with me and um, at the uh, pool. At the pool, we used to, and uh, we had our Christmas party drinks, knocking back a few hours joint. And, and I guess it's seven o'clock, and we're looking around because we're Shiloh, and he's passed out in the backyard, <laughs> throwing up everywhere. So, what, yeah, what did Glenn think about that one? He's pretty impressed. Seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Kaz so, wouldn't have been so, so happy. Then. Nah, not so happy. Not, not over the flowers. So we uh, walked him home. To this, <laughs> um, <laughs> Ten metres down the road. So We got sidetracked. So you got to the 17th grand final. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we just, we just really mate, jumped on that. We're talking about the 19th, mate. Just... Yeah, no, we're working our way up. So you, you weren't expected to be in the 17th granny. Yeah, um, we came up against Morty. Yep. Who Lewis Hansen used to play for. Mm-hmm. Brought him over here. Um, we lost by five points in the end, I think. Uh-huh. On a wet day, had a boss, James. Yeah. Yeah. Unlucky, still got. Oh, we'll move on, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so you're into the 19s, so this is your first year at 19s? Yeah, didn't get the year last year because yep. of COVID. And we're sitting now third on the ladder, so. Yeah, you actually have it. Second? We got knocked off from second last week because we had a bye. Yep. So third, I just took the ladder just before. Yeah. Live ladder updates from Ash Chua. Um, so sitting third. That's not a nice chill moment, but anyway. <laughs> um, and so you got a chance to right the wrongs from 14s and 17s. Yes, we do. We're a real good shot now, especially after knocking off Mazinon yesterday, on Saturday. Yep. It was very nice, because came up against them last time out here, lost by 10 goals so, or something. I was talking to Kane about this uh, Saturday night, and he was saying round one, you guys were probably not at your best. Yeah. In terms of just as a group, and then he was saying how over the course of probably the last two months, you probably developed a lot better and actually found, like I said, some guys were not so much playing out of position but not sure how to play that role within your group and probably your biggest growth has actually been blokes being able to participate at a high level that you weren't able to do round one. Yeah, I definitely reckon round one and two came up against two top teams. Uh, we definitely weren't as much of a team as we are now and yeah, throughout throughout the year so far, it's not it's nothing about like skills improving, it's just about more getting growing Closer as a group of mates. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. So, as you could say, that could be a lot of your work just with through the fines. Oh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, we'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, we've got a little bone to pick with you, Paul and I. And good, you're not in the Super Coach League now, are you? I am, but I'm not an avid player. Okay, so we, we'll, we'll exclude you from part of the conversation. But Lucas Sargiotis could have the worst Super Coach side ever. What is what, what's the guy? He's paid paid his thirty bucks and then just didn't even uh, didn't even bother to try and change his side and then has the audacity to write in the chat money back for last. 
Um, yeah, I, I had no idea about it, but um, I heard you having a couple of digs on here at him. Yeah, I'd have to. No, he's actually a uh, Pulse team of the year, isn't he? Or is he a contender? Sarge. Um, we actually have to do a bit of an update on the Pulse team. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, uh, there's a fair few people in the squad, but uh, I need a sort of rigid position. But he could be full forward. Because he's been kicking goals. He's been kicking lots he's of goals. still coming second in the division for goal kicking. I think he would be. He finds himself in... The right position. Get back just in five minutes. I think we're on the on the case now. Statistician <laughs> over here. Yeah. So. <laughs> will be yeah. Yeah, yeah we coming back here. So nah. So what do you do outside? Uni. Uh, I am at uni at the moment. Yeah. Structure management at MIT. Nice. Enjoying it. Uh, not at the moment because we're online. Yeah, it sucks. Which is, yeah. yeah. Horrible. So what uh, what what took you down that path? What? Um, Dad's kind in that business, and honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to do. As most 18 year olds coming out of school do, so I thought uh, might as well had the ATAR for it, so yep. went through. Sitting fourth. Fourth, fourth there you go. Right on Ash, thanks. We're Six goals behind the lead, so. Hot and pulsy. Been injured, has he? Missed a couple games? Um, he does love an injury at training. Yeah, yeah it's just as a training. <laughs> My bad. Um, so, what else? What, got a girlfriend? What, what, what goes on in the life of the Ben Murphy outside of St. Bede's Footy Club? Um, not a whole lot. I work in a warehouse in Morty. Nice. Packaging Bushman's insect repellent. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pick and packing? Yeah. Pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> Pays for your Saturday night at uh, St. Bates Footy Club. Yeah. Football the Rose, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished up coaching at Mento Grammar. Nice. Footy. Footy, yeah. Do you do a summer sport or spring sport with them? Nah, I don't. I actually need to inquire about a summer sport gig coaching because it's good money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, it's a boring life, if I'm going to be honest. You did, um, <laughs> you did do a fair few trainings with the seniors over the pre-season. How did you enjoy that experience? Um, yeah, I actually liked it a lot, just to see new faces and see what I'm inevitably coming into next year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, make friends. And how, how was the... Were we, were we welcoming when you came to training, or...? Um... This is when you pump out tyres and say well, we're amazing and... Oh, you boys are amazing. <laughs> no, um... Otherwise, it sounds like you've got to do the opposite. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, pre-season 20... So, at the end of 2020, when we finally got to training this summer, I know almost all of us 19 boys are a bit intimidated, as you can't blame us. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, definitely... I know only a couple of us got to come and train during the season here, but definitely once we came during the season, once I came, I felt a lot more included and comfortable. In terms of people you looked up to, I mean, uh, Pulse bumping on the shoulder right now, <laughs> making sure he gets a mention, but is anyone that you admire at the club or like to look up to? Um, Chris Mangoni came down to our trainings and coached us a bit, so I look up to him, and I've chatted with him here and there, and yeah, he's very admirable. Inspiring um, figure. That's a, big, that's a big word, I'm surprised you know what admirable means. <laughs> oh, that's stiff. <laughs> Half our uh, listeners won't know that. You can't just... Small words for our market, please. Yeah. So, nah, so uh, most enjoyable moment of the year so far? Three um, ooh, Probably Saturday, if I'm going to be honest. Either mm. Saturday beating Mazenot or maybe six weeks ago beating Zavs out here as well. Yeah, beating Zavs is always good. And beating Mazenot yeah, can confirm it as well too. So... Um, yeah, look, thanks for coming on board. We'll probably touch more, a little bit more about on that game uh, as we go around the grounds on Saturday. But moving on, we've got a little bit of... We've got a pickle to bar me now with... Uh, pickle to bar? Pickle to bar. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> with Lucky uh, Palfrey now. Pof. Hey, oh, wow. hey, do, you want to, do you want to do the question, your, your favourite footy yeah, question? Yeah, you skipped you. 
the one reason you're on the show we're for, Josh? We're going to get to that part. Oh, oh, so you want to... Well, hold on, oh, because oh, we want to hear a bit we're about... We're hanging out the drive first. We want, to, we want to talk about Saturday night in a bit more depth, because these boys had a fair crack. I think they were having cans at 11.30, and then, so we're going to... We'll get there. We'll get we there. do advertise uh, responsible drinking on this podcast as well. Hey, they're putting money back over the bar. Who cares? We're two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> now, Pulf, have you gone and collected, for anyone out there, I will post an Instagram story tomorrow night, 6pm, of the footage of Lockie Palfrey running on the treadmill during the third quarter. Have you seen my treadmill uh, out on Brindisi? Can you please get in contact with me? I need it back. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely one of the more embarrassing moments in my football career. Um... Thought I had an absolute panic. Was waving to the spectators, the, the spectators that weren't meant to be there. The guys walking their dogs. The around. guys walking their dogs around the ground, waving to mum, waving to dad. Uh, thought I had all the time in the world. Was there actually a couple of bounces? As a fullback, you don't get to bounce very often. <laughs> I, I, thought, I reckon you'd only taken four steps as well. When you're I thought, oh, wave, wave, mum, dad, bounce, maybe another bounce, size up the goals against the win, really give it to the from, old carry. From 100 metres out, FYI. Really give it to the old carry people, and then, yeah, some little forward pocket decided to come ruin my day. Um, <laughs> just, just for the listeners at home, I reckon Lockie would have taken no more than eight steps. Eight explosive steps. I don't think you've seen a person move slower. Explosive. Tom, Tom Brain chasing a pure blonde is quicker. Mm. Well, yeah, that's fair. Actually. The brain is pretty quick chasing the bodies. Um, and the beers as well. Um, but, um, no, it's, um, yeah, definitely not my finest hour on the football field. But um, I just thought, you know, moving from sort of playing forward line last year or two years ago to playing fullback, just really had to cement myself in the role. And that sort of, you know, includes getting chased down on the wing, sort of really, really fit in the role. Set the standard. Yeah, yeah. The video doesn't do you any favours either. The worst part is when you go down like a sack of spuds, <laughs> your arms going everywhere, legs going everywhere, and the guy's two foot tall that's tackled you. What do they do? What do they say? They do everything with 100%. So I thought, if I'm going to fall, I'll fall well. <laughs> <laughs> might have, uh, might have uh, had a career at diving at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, it was really, he got me well. Like, he, I really couldn't do much there. I was sort of thinking, can I go for in the back here, high tackles, and that. Pretty clean tackle from the little forward pocket. So he's won this round, but he'll have fun in C grade next year. Um, <laughs> So we'll, uh, <laughs> now, moving on, to, let's go to around the grounds. Oh, uh, no, you have your footy trip question. No, we didn't, I said we're going to talk about that when we talk about the result uh, because they celebrated uh, like they uh, won the premiership. Uh, and I thought there might have been a notable segue into Benny, footy Benny, take us around the ground, please. Everybody, I started off with the senior side, had a good win, obviously, against Kerry. You sound really excited about that. Sorry. Be more gusto, please. <laughs> Had a really good win. Right? Yeah. Had a really good win against Kerry, 109 to 54. Um, in terms of our goal kickers, I believe we had... Mango kick three. Yeah, Mango and Foss kick three as well. With Shawnee Randall and Foss can both come back, kicking five between them after a bit of a stint on the sidelines is helpful coming back in. Gee, Shawnee Randall was quick to let everyone know on the Facebook group that he had an okay day, wasn't he? Mm. I do believe it is Randall time. I do believe that if we talk about Randall time and he wants to put himself out there... If you look at the official Premier data stats, he was no, he was not the highest uh, disposal winner on the weekend. I think that's a discussion for Big Footy to uh, really, really <laughs> dive into. Isn't that? Has uh, have they been posting that young duck man on Big Footy anymore? I don't know. I'm, I don't get involved. <laughs> White collar man still on the sidelines. Don't get involved in that, Josh. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, in the votes, uh, we had Zach Calvez, Tommy Tyquin, and Braden O'Toole. 
couple of defenders in there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Josh, you just kicked me the shit as well. <laughs> yes, Josh, your name is in there as well. Uh, Three behinds from Josh. Three behinds from Josh. Jesus. And uh, we, the twos, Benny, I believe you had 31 disposals yourself and uh, had a very good win against another fellow top four aspirant in Kerry. Yeah, we did have a good win against Kerry. So coming off a poor performance against them last time, we... Put them away, um, 10 goals, 14, 74 to their 4 goals, 7, 31. Uh, Chewbacca with 3 goals to his name, and Barber and a cramping Simon Main with 2 goals. Now, I think that was one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen on a footy field, not for the right reason. Highlights package for the year, that was. Yeah, yeah. The, the rap kicked his first goal, and then when everyone's going, here we go. And then he had another shot and kicked it out the full about 30 seconds later. Yep. And then... About this is about thirteen minutes into the second quarter. No, he kicked it up. He kicked another one. Then he comes off. Yeah. Thirteen minutes into the second quarter, starts cramping. Mm. Look, when you kick two goals, in <laughs> Josh, cramping does happen. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it does. <laughs> I don't know how how you can sell it. It's almost as bad as the core of show turn the back against Williamstown and kick the ball out full 15 metres. He gave the he gave the side two glorious goals. Yeah, the rap boy was a bit underdone, but he gave us two goals. <laughs> I was trying to understand it. He had dirty cans and up for him. He just wasn't in great shape. Yeah, or, we can't throw out allegations like that. Or, there are final spots on the line. <laughs> is he just not fit? I'm just trying to understand. It would make a little bit more sense if he did have 30 cans on a Friday night. Mm. But I believe when I asked him to his face, he said, no, I'm just unfit. Mm. Yeah, very unfit. <laughs> Kicking two goals, you can't blame him. Another remarkable thing in the twos was uh, Sammy Barker's torp from the middle that went all the yes. way through. First yeah. goal again. Yeah. yeah. Just threw it on the boot, the big torp. I don't think he's ever kicked a, a football over 30 metres. So he's, he's, lucky to kick, <laughs> he's lucky to kick over a jam, Jay. That's um, But moving on to the girls. Girls once had a disappointing loss to Aquinas at Aquinas. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw a couple of photos of the girls. It looked like quite the mud pit. Uh, unfortunately, Aquinas were able to handle the conditions better. Eight goals, four, 52 to St. Bede's. One goal, straight six. Uh, now, another Brindisi business guest, Michaela Sykes in the best after officially being announced at Melbourne Football Club in uh, operations, which is fantastic for her. Olivia Steinfurt meeting was uh, in the best as well, with Brittany Donaldson kicking the only goal. So that will mean that they'll verse... Mazanod next week. Mazanod next week. Um, we don't know the time and uh, date of that. Hasn't game. been announced yet, but we will be we will be very quick to. Yeah, that'll, that'll be out on our socials, on Instagram and Facebook. I'd say. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, the girls, uh, the reserves, played the day before on Saturday at twelve o'clock against Mazanod out of Central Reserve. Uh, in a thriller, we kicked a goal late to give ourselves a sniff. However, we lost two goals five to one five eleven. At the time of reporting, there is no best. So we're going to go with uh, a favourite of ours. We're going to go with Zoe Ricardo, best on, mm-hmm. based on the fact that uh, Coops has said that she usually goes pretty well. So we're just going to take we'll go with that. We're going to hazard take a guess and we'll go, with that. go with it. Now, moving on to the main events. Now, Murph, as we said earlier in the podcast, you lost to Maznod round one. However... Gale Force Breeze at 9 o'clock in the morning at Mentone Reserve. The boys pulled out a massive upset. I'll paint the picture, hang on, quickly. Here we go. Three-quarter time, four goals, 8-32, to Mazenod, 7-3-45. We're kicking with the win in the last. Kicking with the win in the last quarter. Now, four goals, 8, to six goals, 17. There was a few behinds there. A few? Who's a culprit? Oh, I'm probably one of them. 
Kick the behinds. Oh, lucky, we, lucky you don't have the behinds fines. Yeah, oh, we are very lucky. Mm. That would have been horrible. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the final score was 6 17, 53 to 7 5, 47. So you got over the top by a goal in the end, and it was you a great kick. Two goals goal or something in the last quarter with the wind. Yep. But you kept the ball, like, realistically, um, I turned up with about 15 minutes to go, I reckon, maybe even 20. Good club and you are, mate. Yeah, I was there for the full gun. So was I, Cal. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry about him. Uh, we'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll escort Ben out. He's had a few too many lemonades and we'll move on. Uh, but no, you probably controlled the game in your half for that whole, pretty much that whole quarter and you actually looked more dangerous when Masnod actually got the ball further up the ground because they couldn't make it a dogfight in your forward 50. Yeah. So you actually have to slingshot more effectively the more control they got of the territory battle. Yeah, we were really... The main message was we were all just screaming out, kill the ball at any chance you can get, dive on it without giving away free kicks, obviously. Yeah. But um, And then when you were kicking out the full, just make sure it got over the fence to really kill the time. Yeah, I had a couple of those on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing the team thing when you're missing, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I try to. Yeah, correct. But um, no, we... Yeah, last quarter, we actually... Initially, our captain won toss and elected to go against the wind in the first quarter. So very uh, Trent Cotchen v Port Which I actually advised him against. I told him to pick with the wind in the first quarter and he said he forgot. <laughs> Who is the captain? Josh Groves. <laughs> he's not the smartest man. <laughs> so he might know well, the way the wind was going. He's actually not the smartest thing he possibly could have. He probably could have won us the game. Mm. So, so quarter time, score? Quarter time. One goal, four, ten. That leads to Maznod's two goals straight, twelve. So that's a pretty good result. And then from there, we sort of might have let it get away from us in the third quarter. Like, let Maznod come back into it when they had the wind again. Yeah, we did well. We did well into the wind in the first quarter. Yep. I reckon. I think we had three or something that would have sailed through without a wind, but yep. just pull up short. Yep. And a couple of early celebrations from some people. Names, names. Uh, Jake Ryder early celebrated, not his, not even his own kick. And it was spinning through. Just a good does, the, does the double cobra. The double cobra. <laughs> starts screaming, yeah, and then the guy marks it on the line. Oh, no. How much is that going to cost him as a fine? Uh, five or ten, because he's, yeah. he's got a lot more from the weekend. From Let's his, go with From his time. antics. So, uh, talking about antics now. This is the most talked about segment on the As you know, we, we've got to go through his goal. <laughs> Do not walk us through your goal. Apparently goal of the year. According to? Oh, I haven't said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday night, all I heard was walking around, oh, goal of the year, goal of the year. Now, walk us through it, play my play. Um, play my play, I think. I don't. <laughs> um, it was in the it was in start of last quarter. Mm-hmm. First goal of the last quarter, so I like to think it was the fire starter. Got us going. Fire starts to burn. Um, kind of pick it up in the right pocket down this end. The dead end, like the real where the wind just blows yeah, heavily. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all know it quite well. Kind of, yeah, pick up the ground ball, have the ball in my right hand, step a guy, <laughs> then kind of just chuck a banana on the boot. I kind of aimed it out at the left point post, so I thought I had no chance, but luckily the wind was blowing the right way and just sails through at about head height over the defender. There you go. <laughs> Bob is your mother's brother. That's gold. <laughs> <laughs> nah, very nice. Now, so you boys had a bit of fun on Saturday night. You know, you were talking to me uh, after your game. You were you were going to happy hour four till seven. Did you make it to happy hour four till seven? Uh, we made it to four o'clock. But we ended up. We did not end up going to happy hour. Nice. So we, we set up here. Yep. Stayed up in the up in the rooms. Smart choice. Yep. Got our wristbands. Did all the work, and then um. We head off to Moody HQ. Nice. Some of us were unfortunate enough not to get in. Cool. 
you can look at it one of two ways. It can end your night and you can go home and you feel really good in the morning, or you can just be really depressed that you just didn't get in and they're picking on you. No, I kept going, so... <laughs> what, time, what time do we get home? Uh, 1.30. Now, so who were some of the best performers on the night? Oof, I'm going to have to look back. Uh, Jake Ryder had a lot of fun. I think he got kicked out of Morty HQ five times. <laughs> it's impressive. Very impressive. How did he get back in the four other times after getting kicked um, out? He, claimed, he claims he knows the secret entrance that he won't tell anyone. Mm, okay. Well, so, yeah. I'm going to put it out there that the secret entrance might work. If, if you got back in five times. The back fence is success. quite low. Well, you need to sort of jump that back fence. That's pretty yeah. obvious, sort of thought. So mm. they mustn't have caught him actually getting back in. Yeah, probably. Um, Lewis Hanson was another good performer. As you probably know from his performance in the Jungle Party with his shirt off on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he got through the night. He actually, I uh, ran into him at Brighton as well. So he came down. Mm-hmm. So, leading on to now, you get all expenses paid trip. You can go wherever you want. Probably because you're not 21, you're not going to the States. But mm-hmm. for argument's sake, you can, be, you can be 21. You get to take four mates. It's a footy trip. Who are you taking? Where are you going? Why are you taking him? Uh, I think a good spot for a food shoot probably Amsterdam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the red light district? Or? Straight to the red yeah, light district. Yeah. I'll go with it. Where else are you going to go? Uh, that's true. <laughs> What's the other colour then, you know? What's the other colour in the district? Nah, not me, Josh. <laughs> Got me confused with someone else, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably going to be full group of 19s, boys. Pulse um, just left the group chat. Uh, well, um, I'll see myself. Out, mate. I'll go pick up my treadmill and walk over. Got the tissues your way, mate. Um, I'll probably go. I'll go Lewis Hansen. He's a good performer, and I've known him since I was born. Mm-hmm. So go with him. Um, probably go with Jack Kane. He's one of my closest mates, and always seems to bring a lot of fun with him. Mm-hmm. Came over in sixteens. Came good mates with him. Two more. Um, Pulse really going for. The- Looking for that last yeah. one. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going <laughs> Um I'll probably go Matthias Valenzuela, long known. Um, yeah, as a addict. Again, he's always a lot of fun. Manages to yeah, produce a couple of antics when he goes out. Um, and he's a good ladies man. Have you seen yeah, him the club? District. Yeah. Yep. Um, and last one. Um yeah, I'm. Paul, yeah. his heart is breaking as we speak. Oh, uh, yeah. He's I'll, wearing a smartwatch. Can we get a, a heart rate? <laughs> 72. <laughs> Elevated. He's taking his. Yeah, I'll, I'll mend the broken heart. Paul can come with us. <laughs> you will not regret it. <laughs> plenty of rose will be flowing. Yeah. And maybe a box of cruises. Mm. So, uh, good, to, good to get Paul there. We, we, we can see the big sigh of relief come off. Is there a plan for a footy trip this year for the 9 Um. Yeah, we're not sure yet. We're still. Spitballing and brainstorming, but um, not, not many brains between October fifteenth to uh, Hobart. I heard that's going to be a fun weekend to be at. <laughs> yeah, we might, might see you there. But, um, <laughs> that just flew right over Josh's head. No, no, I, I just can't go, mate. Something ah, okay. Don't acknowledge the date. All the more reason for you, Nineteens boys, to come down to Hobart. Yeah. Um, no, we're still deciding. We're just kind of trying to pick up the money and then mm. cross the bridge when it comes to it. Yeah, nice work. Do we want to touch on the 19s twos boys? They had an unfortunate loss to Arch Nemesis Old Zavarians. Uh, we won't really mention the score they went down by, but it wasn't pretty. Just no, no, no just get the score. 133 to 36. Ah, oh, kept it under the three digits, that's good. Yep. 
Um, and we had um, Trent Meekins with a goal. And Sarge? Ty Hewitt, best on. Unfortunately, Sarge didn't kick one. Ah, Sarge, come on. Uh, and then the final game of uh, the round were the Threes boys. Jimmy Herds. The Jimmy Herds, who won uh, the 4.45 Twilight game in the wet. 11 to 11, 77, yeah, primetime. To 5, 8, 38. So they did um, what the ones couldn't do at the 4.45 game. Yeah, well, we, we played there, was it? The 7... It was like a seven game, wasn't it? No, nah, 4.45. Was it 4.45? No, oh, you yeah. stole it off us. That's right. Well, we stole it off you, Mark. You did. Uh, Kane O'Toole <laughs> with two goals, Grecky with two, Smythe with two, Mitchie Johnson and Lockie Fry best on. So those boys, the thirds, are uh, into the finals. Locked in second or third? No, they finished fourth in the fourth. end. Because Old Melbourneians had a good win. Yes. And so we're awaiting old Melbournians to uh, declare when they want to play the game. Saturday or Sunday. Yep. And uh, yeah, then we'll obviously post that on our socials and make sure we get a lot of people down to cheer on the thirds in their finals as well. Cool. Uh, we've got a Pulse Team of the Year alert. Jesus. Uh, oh yeah, he was mentioned before. We've we got the alert. Come on, get the alert out. Come, Come on, on. He was mentioned before and you did sort of roast him. Which one? But... That siren, that Mark Simon Main absolutely busting down the door and getting his name in. And you know what? He, he, he cramped. Our back line was sort of full, but he showed a different side to himself. Playing up forward, kicking two, having two shots on goal that went out and full. <laughs> but we love that. We and, love that. And, that they, and they weren't just out and full either, were they? They're almost goals. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost goals. And you know what, like cramping in the second quarter, that's sort of just part of the culture of the team that we want down at Pulse Team of the Year. So, Maney's found his way into a forward pocket. I know we needed a, a sort of a, um, a tackling machine, high and pressure. And he needed a little bit of pep-me-up after cramping halfway through the Yeah, game. yeah. But no, he'll be fine. We'll get him a bit of pickle juice and um, it'll do him wonders. It'll do him wonders. So, yeah, Maney um, got himself into Pulse Team of the Year. Do you have straight a... Straight into the team, not in the squad. He's, he's straight into really... the team, forward pocket. Well, he showed what he can do down forward. Imagine maybe he's actually fit. I'll get him a pre-season. He's got a Harry Smythe where eight is going to play him in the ones, mate. <laughs> get him fit. He'll kick eight goals. Um, you got a Cowan Cash Cow? I don't think we've actually... Unfortunately, all the guys playing at the moment... Uh, Can you give us a fallen primo that sort of got back into favour? Fallen primo back into favour would be Sean Randall. Well, because he would have lost a lot, a lot of, of value, value because he played half a game. Yeah. He's so got he's... Known, got 29 Premier data points that... Uh, that Haleybury game, and yep. so he, he went down to under the $350,000 mark, came back with a good 142 points on the weekend with his couple of goals. So buy him now. I'm buying now. I'm, I still think he's going to What's that time? Josh, what's that time? His break even is... Randall time. Break even is 110. I still think he's going down. Like I said, he went the early call saying he had the most disposals mm. and has been proven incorrect. Not um, his best moment, that's for sure. It's Randall time. It is no longer Randall time. It is St. B's time. Have you got us a, a multi? We do. <laughs> We're going pretty big this week. Pretty big. This week. Pretty yeah. big. <laughs> what, what, are, things are, up. what are the other weeks mean? Mediocre. Mediocre, right. Are we any chance of landing more than two? Oh, obviously not. Yeah. Betty, put your, put your, uh, your finance money towards this. <laughs> if, you, if you want a big money, if you, if you want zero yeah. money, you're going If on. you want to get to Amsterdam, this is where you're <laughs> We're solely going goal kickers this week. Okay. Right. Any type of goal scorers, right? So we're going two from the ones, two from the twos. Can I throw one in already? We have Maney in there. 
Well, Manningham's already in there. <laughs> right, so um, two from the seniors, yep. two from Rezies, two from the thirds, and two from Benny Murphy's choice of 19s. Yep. Yep. So, anytime goal scorer. Yep, anytime goal scorer. So we're going to go... He's going to put himself. That's fine. Back yourself in. If it wins his money, it wins his money. <laughs> so we're going to go um, Safety Houses, James Mangoni for a go. Yep. Can you give that a tick? Dollar twenty. Dollar twenty. Bet and forget that one. Dollar seventeen. That one is. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to go Dogger. Back him in to yeah. hold the spot and kick another one. Dollar fifty. Dollar fifty six. From the twos, uh, Maney is knocking on the door at dollar thirty seven. Dollar thirty seven. That's just free money. Play forward. Play forward once. Free money. Under two dollars already. Yeah, when you can kick the footy ninety five meters like Maney can. Two 90. goals and two almost goals on the weekend. He's a shoey. And we're also throwing in a roughie here to spice up the odds. Yeah. Riley Kennedy, only one goal for the year. Got a good feeling against Ajax. Four two fifties. Three dollars thirty-five. Oh, so money for jam, good, really. And then slide that way into the thirds. We've got uh, Tom Gregg to kick one. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty cheap. Is there a special market on the double cobra as well? Uh, we can have that. In <laughs> <laughs> we'll go a goal from the cube and a double cobra. Yeah, and we'll put that at about dollar oh, thirty-five. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. And then we're also going to back in H. Smythe to play the final. And kick a goal. Oh. Is he off his deathbed yet? Yeah, I don't know. I've heard whispers that like he mightn't play, but I think Smythe, he loves this. I think he loves the bit of like, you know, mystery around whether he'll play, won't he play. And you know, he'll rock out in his stupid yellow boots on Saturday or Sunday and probably sit in the goal square and kick us a goal. Exactly. So he's at a $1.32 as well. Mm-hmm. And then sliding away over Benny, two of the 19s boys for a goal to... Back home this multi. Um, I think we're going to have to go Ethan Hale. He exclusively works out of the goal square. How many goals kicked for the year? Two on the weekend, I think. Didn't so we? We're yeah. looking at about $1.37 odds, similar to Simon May, I would have thought. He yeah. did. When we played Union Blacks about three weeks ago, he kicked seven from the goal square. Okay, we're going I'm not $1.10. joking. Crunching, ten. And we're playing Union Blacks this weekend, so. Okay, crunch it <laughs> Hammer it in. Um, um, I think I'll go Lewis Hansen. He's a good link up on half four and he loves a goal. So looking at forty eight. Yeah, that sounds about right. So with Riley Kennedy in there, it really gives us a nice boost. So the eight of those are sitting at uh, eighty four dollars. Eighty four dollars. So what are we chucking on? Oh, all, the, all the behinds fines from the weekend. Yeah. yeah. We'll put the seniors fines, the nineteens fines, the girls fines. We'll combine them all, put it all on it. We'll all go to uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, see the red light district for our footy trip. Uh, thanks for coming, Benny. Been a pleasure having you. Uh, I know Polf has been looking forward to this moment for a long time. He's been waiting. He's been going, when can we get Benny on? When can we get Benny on? He's the best. And we've been like, mate, we've got, got a bit going on. So thanks for joining us. Pity that you have your allegiances to Bo Morris, but we'll forgive you as long as you don't do it again. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you guys, hopefully, winning some finals later in the year. Thanks for having me. It's been a great time. Go Tigers. <laughs>